Hey, what's up, everybody? Coach Josh, we welcome you guys and gals out to another live Q&A with yours truly. Just want to give y'all a quick time uh, session today to ask whatever questions you have. I won't be on here too long. Call this rapid edition. So my goal is not to tarry too long on each question. But if you're watching this live, do a big favor. Share this broadcast out to as many people as possible. And if you're watching this first for the first time and you're new to my channel, just want to let you guys know that my name is Coach Josh. I'm here to help you make sense of your life. I'm also here to help you uh, grow spiritually with God's optimal use. So if you haven't already, um, subscribe, hit the bell. If you feel like this content is something that will bless your life as you navigate in this life with God, feel free to subscribe, hit the bell. Love to help you. What's up, everybody? But for those who's watching later on YouTube, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and now Spotify, I want to say thank you guys and gals for listening. Hope you guys are getting a lot of good content here that's edifying and encouraging and strengthening and convicting your life uh, to become a better version of yourself for God's glory. But hope all y'all doing. Oh, y'all already in the chat. Look at that. Y'all already in the chat. Look at that. All right. What's up? Uh oh, Limu, what's going on? Uh, Marissa, what's going on? Estella, what's up? Yolanda, what's going on? Good morning. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. Uh, Yahweh's. Good. How y'all doing? And Nick. Lenu, MD in the house, Maryland in the building. What's up, coach? What's up, gourmet gent? Stephanie Pimpleton, good evening, good evening. King Josh, hey, hey. Got a good name there, sir. Hope y'all doing exceptionally well. Oh, man, a lot of a lot of people in the house tonight, in the building tonight, in the chat tonight. Who's got the first question? Your last video was great. God gets the glory, Nick, man. Thank you. All of y'all, Kimberly, Kiera, King Josh. Uh, y'all, you're probably like, coaches want to say King Josh again. Anyway, uh, Waldo, what's going on? Miami in the building. Christian Gray, what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right, here we go. Here's the first question. How do you effectively communicate to a person that you just started dating that sexual acts aren't an option? You communicate that immediately because that will let you know if that person wants to be in your life uh, 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 genuinely. You see what I'm saying? So how do you effectively communicate it? Um, if you feel like the relationship is getting serious, is it is is it doesn't matter who it is, male or female, lady or gentleman. Um, if you feel like um, it's important for you, see, it's, it's always good to have a, a communication or conversation about expectations, standards, and personal values. That's always important, and that's what you do in interview any interview process before you even get a job. They uh, the company gives you your va their values, their standards, their expectations, um, and as well as you, you talk, you discuss about how you plan to commit to that. So there's never a wrong time. So if you feel like that the relationship is just now getting um, good and you're like, man, I, I, I don't know if this person on the same page, the fact that you have to have this conversation must reveal some kind of uh, points that possibly there's been some encounters with the individual where there was some sexual undertones, some sexual conversation. So right now is the best time to do it. So this is what you do. Just say, hey, uh, what are you doing this Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? I would love to just go get coffee with you. I would love to go get ice cream with you. And I just want to discuss, I think this would be a great opportunity to discuss our values and our standards and our expectations in our relationship. I just think that's a, it's best to start that now. And and if that person's afraid of that conversation, they don't, they don't really genuinely have a divine not a divine, a genuine connection with you. So I would do that. I would just give them a call. Get, don't text them. Give them a call and say, hey, what are you doing? Uh, let's let's have a, a, 
uh, uh, during our next date, let's have a conversation about values, standards, and expectations. Could you do me a favor and write down your expectations in this relationship, your values, your personal values, and your standards, and I'll write my list of those things, and then we'll come together and have that conversation. Um, but for those who are in dating relationships, I have a great resource for you. This ain't a plug. This is just genuine. I created a card game called Dating Prep. I created a book to go with it called Dating Prep as well. All those resources are available at Ezzy Game. Games.com. E is an elephant, Z is in zebra, E is an elephant, games.com. The card game talks about three different stages. It talks about um, the cloud stage, the cement stage, and the corporation stage. The cloud stage is questions in the beginning. Cement are questions when the relationships get serious, and corporation are questions to help you build an empire together. So if you're looking for something to kind of um, break the ice and really have a fun way to have a serious conversation, get that card game dating prep and get the book that goes with it because the book has all the questions in the book that's in the card game in the book that you could be able to write your answer and their answer and in the card game there's four different colors of flags there's a red flag there's a green flag there's a yellow flag and there's a white flag red flag means um uh, that's that's that doesn't sound too good i don't like your answer green flag means that's a go yellow flag means we may need to slow things down and the white flag means we need to break up so it's a cool way to ask questions like this young lady asked so that you will be able to uh um, um, really see what's on the heart of the other person and allow the Holy Spirit to give you the discernment that you need to really see if this person's really about the answer that they're giving. So what you should do, hey, what you doing this weekend? Um, could you do me a favor and write down your expectations for this relationship, your stand, your personal standards and your personal values? And I'm going to write mine and we're going to discuss these things together. And then in your list, talk about your expectation of, of being um, um, uh, non-sexual in a relationship and then see where the conversation goes. Hope that helps. <clears throat> Good question off the gate. All right. Love your videos. Thank you, Quentin. Appreciate you. Hi from Charlotte. What's up? You in the same city as me. Monica Nelson says, a man just broke up with me. He said that God sent him a dream that I was not the one. My question is, can God send you messages via dreams? It sounds like an excuse. It sounds like an excuse to me. So don't, don't forget what God told him. Just forget that. Just move on. Don't God now don't get me wrong and make sure I give you theology. God can reveal his will in anybody's life through dream, through visions, whatever. But we don't know if this guy had indigestion before he went to sleep. We don't know if this person has a side or his main, his main girl, and you know what I'm saying, decided to want him back and he's ready to get rid of you. Or if you a lady or Monica, you a Monica. So so don't don't get so caught up on his dreams. Don't get so caught up on a guy that just breaks up with you. You know what? Let God break it. If God broke it, God broke it not just for his benefit, quote unquote, but for your benefit. So this is a time where you benefit fit yourself by building yourself and moving on. Now, how do you handle a breakup? Number one, you got to release all toxicity. Vent. First, I got to vent. First, you got to get a sheet of paper and pen and write down the lessons you learned from this relationship. Learn the lessons that you need to know or to learn so that you can go forward. Also, look at yourself and make sure and analyze yourself to make sure that you didn't find identity in this individual. Because anytime you find identity in an individual other than Jesus, then that person's movements will dictate how you move, will dictate how you feel emotionally. So, so, so don't worry about that. God can reveal dreams. Don't even try to investigate to see if his dream was valid from God. Don't even worry about that. The fact that that man broke up with you and he said it was through a dream sound like an excuse to me. But let's say it's genuine. If he did have a dream, cool. 
then that's not the one for you. Count your losses, count it as loss, suffer it as loss, and move on and, and build yourself up into the into the person that you need to be and move on from this breakup. Sound like an excuse to me, but I don't know your situation. I don't know um, uh, where you are. I don't know where y'all were, um, but but God can reveal in dreams, but it sounds like an excuse to me. But if it's not an excuse, move on and build yourself up in your most holy faith and become a better version of yourself, learning from that situation and progressing forward. But don't try to find, don't try to investigate to see if his dream was valid. Keep it going. Keep, keep doing you. And there's a lot of things I can tell you. Don't get, don't go to social media. Don't, don't try to make him miss you. Don't try to do things to get him back. You really count it as loss, wins and lessons, learn from the situation and move forward. Keep going. Sweet P says, good evening, coach. Custody hearing went well. Think, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that it went well for you, Sweet P. God is good. I'm so glad that the words that I spoke, and I don't know how many videos ago, encourage you, and I'm glad you got the custody. I'm glad everything's going well for you, man. Thank you for letting me know, Sweet P, for sure. Uh, Linda C. from Tennessee, what's going on? LaSalle Stevens, what's up? What's up? Eve Maddox says, hey, can you pray and cover your spouse even though you never met them yet? Yeah. Um, let me make sure I get specific. Um, just because God knows who the one is for you and the one that God has for you is actually alive. And I'm pretty sure they will love that someone is praying for them. You may not know them by name. You may not know who they are, but you can pray that God covers them, that God develops them, that God matures them, that God matures you, that God develops you, that, that, that you, um, but don't make sure that you don't get so caught up in idolizing the idea uh, uh, don't get so caught up on idolizing the individual that you haven't met yet that all your prayers is about him. You just got to make sure that anytime you feel a prompting, let me let me give you some um some wisdom. Anytime you feel prompting to pray for for your for your future um spouse, that's when you pray. I don't want you to be so caught up on I'm praying for him every day because you're not his wife yet. You got to worry about praying and covering you. You see what I'm saying? So anytime you feel the leading or the prompting of the Holy Spirit to pray for that future part of your life, your husband, your spouse, your children. I pray for my children. I don't even have children yet. You know what I'm saying? I pray for my future. My future hasn't been manifested yet, but I make sure that it's not, not it doesn't consume 90% of my prayers because that whatever you pray about the most to a degree can reveal what you idolize the most. You see what I'm saying? Can can really reveal what you care about the most. And and you got to make sure you 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 broaden out you you lengthening your prayers for, for, for better use than just praying for a spouse. So yeah, you could definitely uh, pray and cover your husband. And if you find yourself in the rhythm of prayer, let that rhythm flow you there. And also make sure you only pray about that prayer or make it a habit where you don't, you don't use the bulk of your prayers praying for someone, but you also utilize um, the unction of the Holy Spirit to do so. Hope to help. Marissa says, uh, what do you do? What to do when you really desire sexual stuff and cuddling, but called to a season of singleness and celibacy? What to do when you have a crush? Oh, you got two questions. All right. What to do when really desiring sexual stuff and cuddling, but called to a season of singleness and celibacy? Good question. Then I'll get to your second question as well. Um, you gotta, you gotta look at the conception of desires. What is, what is contributing to those desires? What, what are things around your environment that's making those desires heavy? See, sexual desires are birthed from sexual triggers and sexual triggers are birthed from sexual climates. You see what I'm saying? As a sexual climate, as a sexual influence, um, you gotta, you gotta audit the things that you watch, the shows that you watch, the, the things you listen to, the people you're around, the, 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 the social media people you follow, all these different things 
things, these social sexual climates can lead to sexual triggers, which then be sexual desires, which then will lead to sexual pursuits. And what happens is you, you pursuing sexual stuff is, is not, it's not by coincidence, it's by design. And so and to make sure that you don't set yourself up to, to be in the arms cuddling with the man that's not yours or to find yourself in a compromising situation sexually, you got to make sure that you change in your climate and make sure that you're really committed to the celibate life because, because there's nothing worse than, in, than allowing counterproductive things or counterproductive habits or counterproductive influences in a season that you can't control singleness. You can't, you can control it. You can settle for somebody, but when it comes to being led by God, there's certain things you can't control. So you cannot surround your life with counterproductive things. That's going to make living a celibate and single life miserable. These things become miserable when we mind the wrong things, when we allow ourselves to mentally consume the wrong things, it makes the things you cannot change miserable. So what you got to do, what are the sexual things that surrounds my life, music, TV, whatever. What triggers me? First off, you got to say what triggers me and what's con con uh, contributed to those triggers. And, and why do I have these desires? Because what's cuddling? See, you got to have something bigger than the moment. You got to have a why bigger than the what. You got to have something bigger than what you're going through. Your why has to be bigger than the what. Meaning that, hey, I want a marriage that honors God. I want to be in a situation where I produce godly seed. I want to make sure that I'm pure, that I don't have anything impure in my life that will contaminate the union. I want to show God that I've studied to show myself approved, that I'm ready for the next level of my life. I want to make sure that I'm whole and developed and so that I am a, 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 a asset and not a liability to someone, you have to have a why bigger than those moments that will come that's going to try to tempt you um, into situations sexually. So that's what you got to do. Um, listen, you're a human. You want to be held. You know what I'm saying? You want relationship and, and sex is a good thing in the, in the context of marriage because God designed it. But you got to make sure that you uh, utilize those things in seasons where they won't destroy you. Now, your second question is what to do when you have a crush on someone, but Phil, it's your single season. You got to crush the crush crush it because God is not going to give you feelings for someone outside of the season. You see what I'm saying? So you crush the crush. You crush it by getting clarity about your life. You crush it by implementing routines that keeps you productive. You crush it by deepening your understanding about who you are and who God is to you. You crush it by, uh, by oh, I'm an S, I'm an S. Um, 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 <laughs> you crush it by staying focused and you crush it H by implementing new habits. Listen, I'm just trying to, I'm off the top of the dome, but you crush the crush is what I'm trying to say. Because God is not going to give you a crush of uh, 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 feelings for someone out of season is what I'm trying to say. So what you have to do is limit your time with that individual. If you can't help but be around an individual when you in your car before you go into the venue, before you go into work, before you see wherever he's at. Holy Spirit, keep my heart at peace. Keep my heart at ease. Help me to stay focused because this young man is blase blase. This young woman is whoop de whoop. And God, I need you to do what you do to make sure I don't crush myself in this season. Crush the crush or the crushing will crush you. Okay. Next question. Amanda uh, K says, Hey coach, is it wrong for Christians to consider therapy for things like emotional and mental health or is the Bible and God supposed to be our only God? Good question. I have no, nothing against uh, therapy that the Holy Spirit sends you to. Everything must begin with the Holy Spirit. 
There are a lot of great resources that God surrounds the greatest resource. I always tell people, don't seek for resources if you're not connected to the main source and you're not in, and you're not engaging with his main source, resource. The source is God. God has to be everything. There are certain things you can do on your own with the Holy Spirit. Uh, but if you had a place where you're not mature at that level yet, the Holy Spirit will then lead you to support systems like therapists. But you got to make sure you led by God. I, I don't I don't see nothing wrong with going to a therapist. I don't see nothing wrong with going to a nutritionist. I don't see nothing. So there's, there's a lot of different people who are positioned and and um uh knowledgeable about their field of study that can contribute to your freedom but you have to make sure you know who the sun sets free is free indeed you got to make sure you tap into the main source and make sure that you are good with the with his main resource the spirit of god is in you so is it wrong for christians to consider therapy not nothing wrong with it only time is wrong is if you seek it if you seek that first before you sought god it's only wrong when you're not led by the holy spirit to a person because anytime you go to help you got to make sure that the help that that the helpers sends you to is what is you just got to make sure that you sent to the right help because the holy spirit don't mind partnering with other people but they have to be in uh, in alignment with him so don't get caught up in a therapy culture where you just go into therapy because not too many people are not too many believers are mature enough to make decisions like this on their own we live in a culture where just do it do it it's like nah there's some there's some maturity that has to be there some discipline has to be there and it's simple holy spirit I need help with my emotional and mental health. Lead me to truth. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into all truth. That truth may be to a therapist. That truth may be to a nutritionist. That truth may be to your knees. But I tell you one thing, he's going to he's going to bring you to himself first so that you can be disciplined in your discernment to be able to go to the right people um, to be able to help you. Um, so the Bible and God is supposed to be. Uh, our main God, the Holy Spirit is supposed to be our main resource and let the Holy Spirit lead you to all other resources. I do like to make sure I reiterate. If you have mental health issues, if you have emotional health issues, go to the spirit of God, say, Holy Spirit, leading God me into all truth. Show me who I need to go to to support you in your work in my life. And he'll lead you. If the therapist, if therapy and a therapist is in his um, uh, listing for you, he'll send you there. So that's my two cents on that. Good question, though. Great questions, everybody. All right, I got about five, 10 minutes and I got to go. Uh, what do you really do? Okay, great, great, great. All right, here we go. Lissette says, I just told a guy I don't Netflix and chill because I'm celibate and he stopped texting me. Get, get straight to the point. You right, get straight to the point and, you, and watch. Most people, you have to point to the door. Or they only got to point to the door. They're going to find a door. That's what you got to do. It's better. Um, to have values and standards and know what you want in life than to settle for someone just to have company. That's right. It happens all the time. Show your standards and you'll see who has matching standards. Stephanie says, they say narcissism is a Jezebel spirit. Can you pray or fast that spirit off a person? Um, good question. Um, that is a fruit of, of a, because narcissism is a controlling type of personality, which in Jezebel's, the Jezebel spirit or spirit like that is a controlling spirit. Um, so, but you got to understand some people who have that kind of nature about them, only God can really help them, man. 
You know what I'm saying? There's some people that's that's mentally ill, like deep. There's some people out here who got devils in them. There are people who who are possibly not even humans. I'm not trying to get a conspiracy theories, but there are some things and entities and individuals out here who are just demonic and prayer and all that stuff can't help them because they don't have no soul. So can you pray a fast that spirit off a person? What you got to do is make sure that your spirit is good and that you led in your prayer. Some some of us are wasting energy praying for people that we're not led to pray for. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with praying praying for immediate family, praying for people that you know. But when it comes to a person that you may be interested in or a person in your life that's controlling, make sure that you understand that prayer is, is much more than just God pray for them. If you really want to pray something off of someone, you got to make sure that you are mature enough and led by the spirit in that because it's going to take a lot of work and it's going to be warfare that comes with that. So you got to be ready for that. But when it comes to a narcissistic individual, a Jezebelic spirit, especially if it's someone that you're interested in like a significant other or whatever listen man some things you just got to make sure um that that you're committed to you know some things don't come by by but by prayer and fasting but but some things you just got to make sure you led to pray and fast for some spirits like that are they're they're, they're very rooted in a person's life and you got to make sure you're called to that that god is leading to that because he will give you the supernatural energy to endure for that person's freedom Good question. Nick, Nick, Nick says, how do I avoid becoming too close to a girl without being a jerk? I'm in high school and I don't know if it's right to have a girlfriend, to have a friend that's a girl. Also, how do I avoid changing and not buy into the culture? Great question. Man, when I, when the high schoolers, when the high schoolers message me, when the youth message me, I'm in it. I'm in it. Now I'm gonna help you, bro. How do I avoid becoming too close to a girl without being a jerk? I need clarity on that, so I'm not sure about that. Um, but I mean, I'm a guess because I got a long, I got a long list of things. <clears throat> How do I avoid becoming too close to a girl without being a jerk? Self self awareness, just being aware. Um, make sure that you allow. Ask the Holy Spirit to deepen your EQ, your emotional intelligence. Like I, I that's one thing I'm glad the Holy Spirit made me, gave me a strength, and I have real strong emotional intelligence. Sometimes it's too strong, you know what I'm saying? But I'm able to sense how a person responds to how. Uh, I interact with them and I and I assess the situation, audit and make the adjustments. So when I meet them next time, like my like I always tell the story about my niece. Uh, I used to generalize a lot around her. As soon as she says she like generalization, I ain't generalized around her in 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 months. You see what I'm saying? So you got to make sure that your EQ is strong. The Holy Spirit, that's basically discernment. The Holy Spirit will help you become self-aware and discerning when when things are going beyond the line, et cetera, et cetera. Now, let's keep going. I'm in high school and I don't know if it's right to have a friend that's a girl. You just got to understand that, man. A lot of young ladies and a lot of young men don't know who they are in high school. And so what you got to do is make sure that you don't become so overly invested in, in, in having friends that are girls because you, you're going through a hormonal period. If you haven't already passed by, you're going through a season where your traction is are inevitable. And, and I don't want you to get so caught up on having friend girls. Now, now, now I'm just going to let you know, it's probably not wise. Now, if it's a, now if it's a group of friends, that's cool, but don't, don't, don't try to get exclusive friendships with a young lady in high school because man, that can be a distraction. But if you got a good group of people, whether it's in a youth group or whatever that y'all vibing with, but y'all got a community overseen over, uh, 
being over um has with oversight of someone mature like a youth pastor or or uh, parents then cool but make sure you know how, what not to how not to get close and the holy spirit will help you with that those nuances when it comes to that young lady because what you don't want to do is befriend a girl and then give her confusion so the best thing is don't right now in my advice i wouldn't seek no exclusive kind of friendships with a young lady in high school because y'all are y'all both are learning y'all emotions y'all both are learning your 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 attraction levels and that stuff gets mixed in the pot when the brain hasn't fully developed or when self when i self-identity hasn't been strengthened and all of a sudden now y'all get caught up in that 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 relationship stuff and then your time is just is is, is all over the place and you distracted now next point of your question says also how do i avoid change and not buy into the culture keep your money the culture don't buy what the just save your money, save your time, save your energy. Don't don't buy what the culture sells. Let me tell you this. This is what helped me to navigate through high school in my 20s unscathed. Did I make a bunch of decisions, bad decisions? You best believe it. But I don't got no marks. I don't got no bruises. I, I navigated unscathed. This is what I did. I made sure that I that when I was definitely when I got 18, 17 years old, I really got close with God. Secondly, I, I, I embraced who I was and, and understood my purpose. Now, how do I avoid changing and not buying to the culture? You got to make sure you stay mentally strong. The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You are either conforming or transforming. You can't do both. And the best in the, in the center focus of that is the mind. The mind, the, your mind is either being ruined or is being renewed. It can't go both ways. So you got to say, okay, what in my life, what outside culture am I allowing to affect my personal culture? Each and every one of us got our own culture, our own uh, identity, our own creativity, our own cre uh, um, nature. You got to make sure you really examine all of the things that are coming that you are allowing from the culture, capital C, into your personal culture. You see what I'm saying? Audit those things and say, okay, is this what I want from my life? Are these things the things I want from my life? So I'm going to protect my personal culture. I'm going to protect me so I don't lose me. You see what I'm saying? So culture is important. You got to make sure that you create a culture and a surrounding culture that surrounds your personal culture of Christ-centered, biblical, purpose-driven things that keeps you as as a as a uh, force field from being uh, intruded upon through bad influences. That's what you got to do. But you got to stay in a constant state of mind renewal. Every time you find yourself at a mental barrier, Holy Spirit, renew my mind in this area. Anytime I find myself in a situation, I'm like, yep, I got to renew my mind on that because if I when I renew my mind on mind on that, I can I can redeem and receive greater in my life, bro. All this stuff that people are into right now at your age is all vanity. Vain. Vanity means pointless, pointlessness, if that makes sense. It means it has no value. Falling to Christ's life is going to be lonely, my brother. Not too many people your age is going to want to follow God the way you desire to follow God. But when you know that you're never alone, you don't got to worry about what people say about you. A lot of people talked about me. But I'm glad that I made God my best friend early because it didn't matter who was in and out of my life. I was good with God. Did I go through some abandonment stuff early on? Yes. But I'm so glad that God was always there. And I always had a sense of presence with him. And it got me through those moments. There's going to be some moments that's going to be challenging for you, Nick. There's going to be some moments that's going to make you wish that you didn't follow God. But trust me, at 33 years old, on this side of the fence, I'm telling you, it's worth it. 
It's worth the endurance. It's worth the faithfulness. It's worth it, fam. Because all these people who was wasting their life in their 19, in their teenage years and 20s, their lives suck right now. Not everybody, but a lot of people's lives are ruined now because all of the things they was doing back then. But because I sacrificed, not, I'm not, there's no power in me because God kept me and I allowed God to keep me. I'm able to shine now because of him. God will keep you if you want to be kept. Let him keep you, fam. Good question. I got time for two more and I got to go. Arkita says, what if he invited you to church and you found out he was a part of a religion? I believe in straight Jesus. You talking about a gentleman? What if he invited you to church, man? Not everybody who invites you to church. Some people are inviting you into cults. Just because someone invites you to church don't mean that church is, is, is part of the remnant. That, that church could be a part of a cult. Um, I keep going because I'm, I'm not sure about your question. The grass is not green on the side. The enemy's attacking me. That's right. That's the artificial turf over there. High from Indiana. Praying for a husband. Content but scared. I could get too content. Love the word discernment. Here to learn. Tammy, I know. Uh, don't worry about, you know, fear has torment. Jesus says, uh, the Bible says, on God's love, uh, perfect love casts away all fear. So don't be afraid, Tammy. You're not going to be too content because if you have, if a part of your purpose is marriage and producing godly seed and 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 and, and aligning with a, a, a husband to fulfill a purpose that y'all both have that God preordained before y'all was even formed in your mother's womb, you don't have to worry about being too content. Don't allow what the statistics say or what the numbers say, uh, but they, there's is no way these statistics can interview all men and all women. It's impossible for them to say, you know, yes, the numbers may be real, but do you understand how many people are settling? Do you know how big the world is that, 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 that if you really just trust God in this season, God will bring you your husband or your wife. You don't have to worry about will it happen or, or, if or, well, they say all black women, they say white women, they say women, period, are not going to get married and all this kind of stuff. Oh, who cares about the numbers? God's above the numbers and God has the person who he has. So you have to realize God is not working for everyone. You see what I'm saying? Not everybody's willing to let God work for them. So therefore, the smaller the slimming of the people who are in cooperation with God, the higher the success rate. Because when you're, when you, there's not too many people out there that's really about this God thing. So there's a bunch of Christian women, there's a bunch of Christian men that's crying out for husbands and wives, but they're not doing the part. But the people who are doing the part, I tell you, 10 out of 10, those individuals going to get who God has for them, period. Because they trust God, they love God, they're content in God, and, and God's going to look out for them. So don't worry about it. You good. Just continue to, continue to be productive in this season, and then you'll come to a place where you'll be like, you know what? It's not good for me to be alone anymore because of purpose. I feel like there's more to my life, but I can't do this alone. And then next thing you know, you're going to look, and gonna, God's going to bring that person in this perfect timing. Last one, I got to go. How much communication is respectful between ex if in another relationship kids are grown? If kids are grown, leave them alone. <laughs> if kids are grown, leave them alone. But I'm just saying, I'm just, I don't know your situation, Linda. I really don't know it. Um, how much community, I mean, you know, you know what's respectful for you. You know your limits, you know your boundaries, you know what's good for you, you know what's not good for you. Um, if the kids are grown, um, just speak when, when, it, when, when, when necessary, you know what I'm saying? Don't seek conversation, just embrace conversation when conversation needs to be had. Um, but 
if you still got feelings for them, you got to process those feelings. If you still got feelings for next, you got to process those feelings quickly so that you don't become so consumed um, with what life could be. And could we do this again a second time around? Just make sure you process your feelings. Make sure you're not your heart's not flooded with. I kind of want to talk them some more. The kids are grown and I kind of want to, you know, see. Whoop, whoop. Just be careful. Um, but process your feelings. Love you guys. Got to go. I hope this, this uh, podcast was uh, was a blessing for you. This Q&A. If I didn't get to your questions, save them. Save them in the personal page on, on Microsoft Word. And make sure you subscribe. Hit the bell so that when you get these post notifications, so you can get the post notification when you know this live's coming up. For this season, I'm probably going to do a lot more lives, but I know um, a little bit more lives, but I'm feeling like I need to give y'all more messages and more sermons. So I'm, uh, um, I'm letting the Holy Spirit lead me into more um, talking points. I have notes here. Man, I got. I was trying to get to this last week. I got notes on secular versus sacred. Should Christians listen to secular music? What would Jesus listen to? I have all these points here. So I may do that this week, but Lord willing, um, there are going to be some other um, content I'm going to be putting out. I want to make sure I give you all a good balance of Q&As, but also systematic teachings that will kind of help you really grow in these specific areas. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Everything I need to know about me is on my website, IamUnplugged.com, and it'll be in the description box below. Um, all the questions will be in the comment section so that you could be able to go back. If you find yourself in a situation like, man, I need to go back to hear what coach said about this. They'll all be down there on um, the card game. Dating prep is also on my website. Get those card games, get those resources. So y'all guys can really see, um, where y'all at in y'all relationship. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. T-shirts at the bottom. Um, if you want to give the support, my wife and I's mentoring program, Propel, you can go to our website. We propel.education, all those links or on my website, Iamunplugged.com. Uh, let me write that down for y'all because sometimes I can say things really fast. I am unplugged. Uh-oh, forgot to pee. I am unplugged.com. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. I'll be I'll probably do this again this week. Um, I may do this message, but depending on how the Lord leads, I'm only going to give y'all a message when he leaves me, but I can always do Q and A's um as often as I can. Love y'all, y'all be blessed. See y'all next time. Peace.